0: Of people just using violence to, uh, instead of constructive solutions, it goes back to before 1994 when it was it was a, it was the violence that was sponsored by the apartheid state that they were using people in the black communities as fronts. Um, you know, the pro and liberation people the, to to stir them about to fuel that violence deliberately and. A lot of people were killed in those years, obviously, in the 80s and 90s. And it kind of, it should have gone away because initially the the, the violence, especially, it, it carried on around election times with some incidents and threats and a few killings for a while. It was mainly between I P and ANC in some areas. And then in the course of the last, say, 15 years, it's mm. kind of, Moved mainly, not altogether, because when the New Freedom Party broke away from the IFP about 10 years ago or so, um, there were quite a few killings between the party, the two IFP and NFP. Mm. But most of the killings we've seen for the last 10, 15 years have been ANC people dying and probably in most cases. Intra ANC, so that's mm. been the mm. shift, uh, especially at local government elections, uh, more so than when the national elections are, are around. Do you think that the the democratic government has done enough to try and you know deal with this scourge of, of political killing, be it intra party or inter party, as it were? No, it hasn't. In fact, it's it's the the. I mean, if I go back, they should not have happened because, you know, it's part of the culture of violence. We are known in this province for exporting our hitmen. You know, the taxi hitmen. There was a report done not long ago about it. And, you know, I have been warning about paramilitary training and guns for years, and this government has done nothing about it. Mm. So this is the logical conclusion that, you know, it's not just that you need a hitman for a taxi or a business associate, but you know you, you a lot of these killings are kind of hit men, well they're mainly men I think yes mm, <laughs> that's mm. doing the As we know now I mean they they, they carry on because there have been very few convictions and the uh, again it, it gets back to the policing the way policing has been handled you know policing has been politicized here since 1994 in this province it was IFP policing while they were in power and, and he took over and it was kind of A&C-run policing. And that spread nationally, we're clearly with Commissioner, that a lot of the police are very politicised, and that's why you have at the moment a crisis in the police, that some of the police take orders from the minister, and the minister wants the Commissioner out because then he can run the police himself altogether. Mm. And this is what brings me now to this political task team, now, the political task team is a very irregular, interministerial. apparently. It reports mm-hmm. to ministers. Well, that's fair enough if you have detectives who are part of the police focusing on political killings, and it's all channeled through the National Commissioner. That's the way it's supposed to work in terms of the Police Act. Or even, I mean, the Hawks have their own way of doing things, but they're head of the Hawks. Right. There's always an advocate or a policeman in charge of, mm. of, of uh, killings, etc No, but this team doesn't. This team reports via the head of the team, who is a General Kumalo, who's not a detective. General Kumalo was a member of the KwaZulu Police, who was integrated into the Operational Response Police in the broader SAPS, so he's not a detective He's the one that runs the team and reports directly to the minister. I mean, there's a a conflict of interest in that because a minister, regardless of who he is, we're not even talking now about a specific person. When you look at this, a minister is a political person, not an operational person. And parliamentary committee agrees with me, no, no, the minister shouldn't be involved in operational
1: matters, but he Mm. is. Let's pick up now on some of what was discussed there and a few other issues with the police spokesman, Brigadier Vish Naidu. Brigadier, good morning and welcome to the show.
2: Very good morning to you, Udo. Um, I have to warn you that I only have literally five minutes, so um, if we can... Continue quickly. I'll try my yes. best.
1: I'll try my best. Yes. We had Mary de Haas there saying that this political or task team uh, that, that that's dealing with the quelling of uh, political killings, uh, it's problematic because the police don't have direct oversight over that. Your thoughts on that?
2: Well, firstly, let me just start by saying that is absolutely untrue. Uh, all the reports that are made to the interministerial committee that was uh, proposed and set up, uh, proposed by the president and thereafter set up. Mm. Is done via the National Commissioner of Police, via the head of the Directorate for Priority Crimes Investigation, General Levy, and via the head of prosecutions in KwaZulu-Natal. So this team is very uh, strictly guided and controlled by these three entities um, uh, that are mentioned by the heads of these three
1: entities. I seem to uh, have lost Brigadier Vishnaidu there. Not quite sure what happened to the line. But uh, we do understand, of course, that, uh, as he said, he's got five minutes. I don't know what other responsibility he has, but we will. I think he's on the line to us again, Brigadier.
2: Yeah, sorry, I'm not sure um, where I got cut off there. Apologies for that. I was uh,
1: just you know what? Uh, difficult situation. The problem wasn't on your side. It was actually on our side. So you were saying that, um, that as far as the uh, SAPS is concerned, there is sufficient oversight uh, from, from the SAPS side.
2: Yes. Uh, well, as I said, the reports that are made to the Interministerial Committee are made via the heads of these three entities okay. I mentioned. Yeah. And, uh, of course, um, there's very close collaboration between the police the National Prosecuting Authority, in all of these investigations. And to say that a policeman is not from a particular environment and is in charge there, I think the result speaks for itself. Um, having been established in 2018, in 2018, mm. uh, to now over 284 arrests have been made, um, at least nine life sentences... Uh, something like about 24 uh, sentence to between 10 and 15 years, and others uh, uh, on multiple years of sentence. I think that uh, in itself speaks volumes for itself. I don't think one should be scrutinizing, sure. uh, you know, the environment. Uh, that the police officers that have been deployed there have come from. Actually, I think on the contrary, it is of great advantage to this unit to have somebody totally independent and uh, uh, objective and unbiased.
1: Uh, Brigadier, that is why we have you on to to tackle some of the the claims that have been made on behalf of uh, SAPS. Also, let me say congratulations on the conviction of known hitman Fisokukle and uh, Tuli, who's been responsible for similar killings. How big a bust was that from, from SAPS's point of view?
2: Well, actually, I I don't think it could have come at a better time, uh, given that we've been uh, plagued by incidents of violence, gang violence, uh, taxi violence, and the so-called political violence. I think it has come at a fantastic time, uh, helping us to send a very clear message on, uh, you know, the the, the uh, prosecutorial, prosecutorial authorities, um, you know, uh, firmness and assertiveness in dealing with the criminals of this nature. Uh, this this man has been on a reign of terror, killing six people in that time, uh, attempting to kill a, lay, uh, a woman. Been charged with uh, unlawful possession of firearms. Uh, so, that uh, convictions on the 11 counts for us has been a fantastic achievement, particularly okay. at this time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we welcome that. In,
1: in terms of his sentencing, that's still yet to happen, uh, of course, in, in uh, December. But your statement this week said, and Tuli's reign of terror was not only the northern parts of KZN, he's also a person of interest in several other cases in Gauteng, many of which are murders, including the case of Senzo Miyiwa. He was one of five people arrested. In connection mm-hmm. with the, the, the murder of Senzo Muywa, mm. are those five back in court this week?
2: Yes, yes. Is and Tuli is actually accused number five in in that?
1: Um, so he'll be there uh, on in that trial. So he'll be there on the 25th as well, along with the other yes, four suspects. On Monday
2: the 25th, he's expected to reappear in court together with the others.
1: The indictment has it been finalised? Because that was one of the issues why the case was postponed.
2: Well, yeah, well, uh, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a few issues. Um, they were contesting. They were asking for the case to be thrown out, especially against Piso Kushle. He's uh, insisting, um, you know, that he's not been involved in any way in this particular incident. But of course, we have, we believe we have a very strong, we have a watertight case. So apart from the the indictment, also. Uh, you know, the, uh, some of these accused, including Fisokushli, are asking for the case to be thrown out. I get but, that. Uh, clearly, there's a there's a prima facie case. We believe against all of them, all five of these accused, and possibly more to come on, in the near future.
1: On that indictment that will go to court on uh, th- this coming week is Fisokul uh, Ntuli, the man who pulled the trigger. That killed Senator I
2: think, I think uh, that is a very big question that a lot of people are looking for answers to. But I think let's let's uh, let this case unfold in court, and I think uh, people will 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 learn exactly who um, had what role to play in this particular killing of. Uh, of Senzo
1: but uh, I'm, I'm not asking for, for privileged information here, yeah, I don't think, Brigadier. I, if the indictment mm-hmm. is there, we're going to learn about it in, in court. I'm simply asking whether, according to that indictment, he played that role.
2: When it comes out in court, then it becomes
1: information for
2: public knowledge.
1: Got you. Brigadier, so
2: you I think you know that, Udo. Brigadier so let, Vishnaidu. Let, let it come out in court, then it will become information of public knowledge.
1: Brigadier Vishnaidu.